Hey friend, Mike McCurry here. This is Bible Tract Echoes, and I want to thank you so very much for taking of your time and joining me right here. We're not in the book of Mark just for today. We're going to get back to the book of Mark in just a few moments for tomorrow's broadcast, but I'm going to ask you if you would to go to the book of Luke just one book away, chapter number 22. I realized a few weeks ago I had given a challenge, actually probably two weeks worth of challenges on the topic of prayer and what an, what an important and what a worthwhile concept. Honestly, we could spend a year on prayer and still not mine the depths of that most difficult, but that most uplifting and encouraging, most moving of disciplines. Today, God laid on my heart to, to share this with you. We're going to look at a Bible verse or two in just a moment here, but this is something that I've struggled with. You know, not long ago, I was somewhat transparent with you about some of the difficulties of, of life. Not Nothing too crazy, but just, just being honest with you. And so many of you were so very kind about that. And I want to be transparent again. I, I try, honestly. Uh, I, I don't want to have some massive amount of mystique about the office of, of what I do, about who I am. I am flesh and blood. I bleed. I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like all you men out there. And I'm I am, I've heard it put this way, I've said, I've said it before, but a man of God is a man at best. And I realize, as young as I am, as still, still inexperienced, there may come a day when I think I've arrived. And if I have, that's the day that you tune out of this program and you never listen again. I have not arrived. That's most certainly the case. But I want to just bear my heart with you just a little bit. We're going to talk, we're going to return talking about prayer, a very practical thing that we all, and I've said it so many times, so very flippantly, I'm praying for you, or I will pray for you, or I've prayed for you, or something along those lines, past, present, or future. I'll be honest with you. Let's be honest together, okay? We often lie when we say that. I know for many years, there was a time, I should say many years from when I was in you know Bible college and after as a young assistant pastor and all that stuff and recently married. And it was just an easy thing to say, wasn't it? I'm praying for you. Praying for you, brother. Hey, you know, going through a difficult time. I'm praying for you. And God smote me about that not long ago. I, as I've been working on, as I said, prayer is a discipline. As I've been doing my best to be more, well, more Christ-like in my prayer and just be more biblical in my prayer, I realize that I need to either stop saying that or I need to make it true. So we're going to talk about that today. And maybe you're listening right now and maybe you've heard someone say to you, I'm praying for you. Well, do you really think they are? But let's bring the rubber down to where it meets the road. Let's get practical. Have you ever said that to someone else? I'm praying for you but then you never did. Or you do this one. You pray for about seven seconds, maybe a max of 15. Dear God, please bless this situation. And then you can actually say, prayed for you, brother, just so you can get that little warm fuzzy. Hmm. Hmm. Does that sound legitimate? Does that sound like in spirit and in truth? Uh, let's look at the Bible here. Luke chapter number 22. Look at verse number 31. We're going to pull a verse, not out of context. We're going to read it here and just pull a thought from this verse in the topic of prayer. I don't think it's not out of context. I believe it's true. Luke 22 verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, talking to Peter, behold, Satan hath desired to have you 
that he may sift you as wheat, but get this. I want you to think about if the Lord Jesus Christ said this to you, what a swell of, of just warmth, uh, of uh, just just the, all the feel-good stuff would come over you if Jesus said this to you. I want you to think about Simon here as he hears what Jesus says in verse 32, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. I want to look at that. I have prayed for thee. For Jesus, for Jesus to say that. What a thought. You know, there are things I pray for that are personal. Uh, little things. Um, pray for spiritual items. I mentioned weeks past that purity is one of the first things I pray for. I've talked about grace and truth and power, and the, the, just the Holy Spirit's, uh, he already indwells me, but just that he could work through me in a great way. And then I talk, pray for my wife and my daughters and Emmy, Emmy, Emmy and Lucy and my mom and dad and my mother and father-in-law and my brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law and my brothers, of course, I shouldn't mention them. And then I get to talking about talking to God about Bible tracts and I, all these things. And I went on and on and on. I could list all these things, maybe Maybe some of most of them from memory, but I could pull up my prayer list. But there's the silly things too, right? I say silly, but you know, praying for a vehicle, right? Uh, on the way to uh, way to Bible tracks. Just this very day, I was driving, and I felt like I was going not fast. I was driving down Old 66. I, there's 55 and 66, and the Bible tracks building is right between the two. You can take either one. I normally just take 66. There's normally nobody on it. There's normally nobody normally on 55 either, but I was in 66. Speed limit is 55 or so. I'll normally just put, put the cruise control at, you know, about 57 or something like that, and driving down there, and I was looking down, and I was pushing the gas and pushing a little harder. And pushing just a bit more. I wasn't going that fast, but the speedometer said I was going 32 miles an hour. And when I let off the gas and we started coasting a little bit, the speedometer said I was going 32 miles an hour. And then I pushed it hard up to our, I was probably going 65 miles an hour trying to figure out what's going on here. And the speedometer said I was going 32 miles an hour. My speedometer in my Frankenstein of a van, my Lazarus of a van, has decided to give it the ghost. Now, thankfully, that vehicle is just for in-town driving because I don't trust it to take me any further. Speaking of prayer requests, I, the mechanic told me about 12 months ago that it had about three to six months left of life before it was going to give up the ghost. Well, we've exceeded that. It needs a new motor, a new transmission, and it's not worth putting either one of them into it. So I'm going to drive it until the wheels fall off. And I can drive it with no speedometer because I don't drive it that fast just around town between Bible tracks and uh, Dwight, which is only 10 minutes apart. And so I was thinking, well, Lord, praise the Lord, it wasn't something bigger. The engine overheated the previous week and put some antifreeze in it and all that. And we got it. My dad helped me with that and talk. I'm not a mechanical guy whatsoever. He helped me through that. And, and so this uh, vehicle has been, you know, top of mind for my prayer list. It's a silly thing. God is, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. And I think I just need to thank God that he keeps letting this vehicle run. I don't have to put any new money into a, a, a new vehicle or any money into a new vehicle because this one just keeps ticking along, even with a broken speedometer, right? I can truly tell the police officer if he pulls me over, I don't know how fast I was going. Don't use that excuse, okay? So we have this silly prayer request. That's a long diatribe to tell you about the silly prayer requests. But then you have the times when you take each other's burdens. You bear one another's burdens. Jesus here, I have prayed for thee. I don't believe it's a light thing to say I'm praying for you. I treated it flippantly. 
I treated that phrase lightly. It was cliche. It is cliche, is it not? We just say it without thinking. It's one of our, uh, it's one of our Christian just buzzwords, buzz phrases. I'm praying for, praying for you. Are you really? The other day, I was at a church uh, not too far. What wasn't even preaching. I was visiting a, a friend of the family, and there on a Wednesday evening. And there was a man, his name is uh, Mark. I won't give his last name. He's a truck driver. Mark, if you're listening, I remember you. You asked me to pray for your brother, Larry. You, because you were in the area, you were going to ask. And please get, pause for a moment. I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just giving a practical anecdote about, for me, I, I mess up all the time. But here's how I try to make it work for me. When I tell someone, I'm going to pray for you, or someone brings a prayer request, brings up a conversation, you know what I do is, not to be rude, I pull up my notes on my phone immediately, and I type it in. Here's what I wrote down. I wrote down, pray for Larry, won't give his last name, but Mark is his brother. Mark's the truck driver. I wrote down, hopefully Mark can witness to him tomorrow. Because we were talking that Wednesday evening, and he was going to try to get lunch with him, grab lunch with him the next day on Thursday. And so I wrote down. I think I don't have Mark's phone number to know if he had the chance to talk to him or not. But Mark, if you're listening right now, I'll give you my cell number. You can text me here at the end of the program. I'd love to know if you had that opportunity. Mark wanted to nail down Larry's salvation, whether or not he knew the Lord. And you know what I did? I wrote it down. And you know what I then do? When the next time I sit down to pray, the next time I open, I normally have my prayer list on my iPad. I'll start a new page and I'll write down Mark and his last name and I'll write down specifically what he was praying for. Because if I'm going to say I'm praying for you, then I need to do so. Otherwise, I'm lying. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I don't want to do that. Number one, because it's a sin against God, but it also, it makes light spiritual things. I don't believe we should take something as important as prayer so tritely, so lightly, so flippantly, so, I should have looked up a thesaurus, look up all the ways, all the words that, that are synonyms for flippantly, because friend, I, for me, this has become a burning desire. I, I said it for the, the previous years, and I'll continue saying it until the Lord takes me home. The first thing, the main thing I would desire from you as you partner with our ministry, if you partner with our ministry, with our family, I would love for you to pray for us more than anything. Keep your money. If God encourages you, Holy Spirit works on you to give, praise God. I'm not worried about that. God's going to take care of it. I so desire, covet your prayers. I'm praying for you. Are you really? Friend, I'd encourage you. A man without a prayer list, a woman without a prayer list is a man or woman without a prayer life. Unless you have a picture perfect memory, I haven't met many of those people. Unless you do, friend, you're going to forget. And so I have to write them down. I miss them all the time. Or I'll let it slip out. I'm praying for you. And then I realize a couple days later, I don't have them on my prayer list. I need to write that down. Does that mean your prayer list is going to grow a little more? Yeah. Uh, or you'll stop saying I'm praying for you because you don't really mean it. Well, I've said my piece and we've given a little Bible. What a thought for Jesus to say, I have prayed for thee. What a thought. We could go deeper on it. I will ask you, Brother Mark, I'd love for you to reach out to me. You can text me at this number. He listens. He's a truck driver, listens all the time, he said, almost every day. If you happen to listen today, Mark, text me at 309-316-7240. And if you're listening out there, now I realize there are 
thousands, maybe tens of thousands of you that tune in. If you would like me to pray for you, I realize I, I may be stepping uh, stepping into it here. Um, it may be a big ask. It may, it may be something that, that becomes quote unquote too much, but what a better thing to do than to pray and to pray for people that would invest their time to listen. If you can listen to this broadcast 15 minutes a day, maybe maybe I can pray for you. Oh, if you would, if you have a prayer request, uh, truthfully, I'd love for you to reach out. Don't don't hesitate. Text me, 309-316-7240. I would love. If I asked you to pray for me, it would only be right for me to pray for you. Please reach out and text me. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for His glory. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.